This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV Podcast. What's happening, fellas? What is going on? Man, we had the takeover from from this weekend. This or this week. You know what I mean? I know. I take the good uh, week to come back to the show. Good lord. <laughs> you did. You did. This is this is a good start. We yeah, got a lot when to I, talk when about. I saw when I saw that I'm saying already they're already starting with the layoff. Yeah. But the one person that I, the only precise one was the, the whole thing order thing, but Mm-hmm. Like, well, I'm not surprised there. No, no. But yeah, let's uh, jump right into it, guys. We have a lot to talk about. I am the host this week. As uh, Sorry, Tony's not going to be on this week, possibly next. Uh, the $50 man, Clay Cummings, along with the gentleman, Elio Canella. What's going on? And joining us this week, the original Ben Pierce. Ben, what's going on, brother? After a two-week absence, it is fantastic to be back. There we go. There we go. But we're going to jump right into it. We have the list from PWI's Top 500. Now, guys, we're not listing all 500. Okay? Sorry. Thank God. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So, Elio's got the Top 20. Uh, Elio, what are the results for that? So, at number 20, we have Trey Miguel, Impact Wrestling. 19, we have Bobby Lashley. Okay. At 18, Alexander, mm. Hammer, Alexander Hammerstone. Who? Alexander Hammerstone. MLW. MLW, yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. At 17, Will Ospreay. He's only at 17. This list is already pissing me off. At 16, we have Brian Danielson. He's that low, too? What? Wow. Hey, Clay, help I, me. Matt, 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 is it Matt, is it going to be Matt worthy? Uh, Number 15, we have Masha Slamovich from Impact Wrestling. Oh, Danielson and Osprey. Oh, my fucking God. Oh, wow. oh dear. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Number 14, we have Samoa Cho. Okay. And number 13, Carmelo Hayes. Okay. Number 12, Claudio Castagnoli. Okay. And then number, 11, number 11, we have Sonata. Now, here's, mm. a, here's the top 10. Okay. Number 10 is Cody Rhodes. Oh, fuck me. Oh, I can see that, right? This list sucks. Number 9, Josh Alexander. <laughs> Uh, I just I know I don't know about that one either. Number eight, Orange Cassidy. Now see fuck that. Okay, I'm fuck done. off. Ah! <laughs> fuck off. Oh, God. Go fuck yourself, PWI. And I, you know what? And that is painful for me to say because I don't name drop, but I have a, I have a very friendly acquaintance of mine who's a photographer over there. And, oh, really? Uh, yeah, and, and he, you know, he helped me get a job in the past. I don't uh, know what the fuck they're doing. I, <laughs> <laughs> I, 
the fuck is happening? Here we go with number seven, Kazushika Okada. Okay. Number six is MJF. Okay. Low. Jesus. Number, number yes. five is Del Hio Del Vikingo. Over MJF. Uh, Kiss I, I, I don't like that one. No. And number four is Gunther. Okay. Number three, John Moxley. Number two, Roman Reigns. And number one, Seth Rollins. The Shield bringing out the top three. Yeah. Uh, that, I, I don't know about that. Now, I don't either. Now, when <laughs> what's going on? Now, oh. let me let me just say, and, th- and this is not me ranting, folks, but uh, because Elio understands how I respond to his list over on our <laughs> podcast, right? So let me let me drop some knowledge bombs over here because this list has a history of pissing me off and the, the 2023 <laughs> version is no different. Um, Don't get me wrong, we've had the same on this show too, so we're right there with you. <laughs> well, and, and that makes me feel better because, you know, you guys you guys are very intelligent when it comes to your wrestling and, and I'm not just saying that. I, I listened to this show before I was ever on it because I know Elio was on it and he had a lot more podcasting experience than I did. So mm-hmm. I, started, I started listening to this well before I was ever on this show. So I get all that. Um, but but this list is almost mortifying to the point of being embarrassing. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to put Bikingo that much higher over Brian Danielson? Really? Yep. Yeah. Will Ospreay? <laughs> like, I, I, I mean, you're gonna you don't even it. have Kenny Omega in the top twenty. Uh, exactly, you know. Right. And, and I, and to be honest with you, I've never been the biggest Kenny Omega fan. He's always kind of weirded me out. Kenny Omega's <laughs> at number twenty-five. Okay, but still, he needs to be top twenty. <laughs> I'm but, sorry, but you're good. okay. So you, but but. Without even getting into personal things, you're gonna put Masco, M- Masha Slamovich above Kenny Omega. Are you? <laughs> what, what are these people smoking? Okay, right. I'm done. I'm done because if I ran any further, I'm gonna take up the next half hour. Elio, what do you think of this list? This list is. This has always been weird to me, like the list from past years. It's always been yeah. like uh, odd, like the way and just like the criteria they have for the way they uh, rank these uh, wrestlers. Like they yeah, like I'm... the criteria at the beginning of the list. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, like I mean, I'm they, right they, they, they based on in-ring achievement, influence, technical ability, competition, and activity. Okay, okay, all right, so based off of that, and once again, I I promise you, I'm not trying to be a smart ass or be loud for the sake of being loud, but (laughs) let's let's go based off of their logic, Clay, let's play their game for a second, and I'm going to play this with Clay because Elio knows exactly where I'm going with this. Okay. So, So based off of that criteria... You're going to tell me that Masha Slamovich ranks higher than Kenny Omega and Brian Danielson 
and a host of other names. What uh, and in your in your in your opinion, Clay, this is where you come in. Do, okay. Doesn't doesn't that discredit the PWI five hundred to a certain degree? It does. It does because most honestly. I would feel like most wrestling fans would not know who Slamovich is. And I'm not trying to disrespect the dude, but you don't see him on WWE or AEW or any of the mainstream. It's a knockout. Already that's a problem because she's a chick. Yeah. Oh, it's a woman. Yeah, she's a woman. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm sorry. No, it's disrespect. I haven't even known uh, either if I hadn't heard the name or seen her. That's that. See, that's exactly what I'm saying. Nobody knows who this woman is. Sorry, I mean, <laughs> that's just the point. Even in one of your lists uh, that you did, uh, that's Sports Illustrated put together. I, I remember you. Yeah. Oh, she was on there. Because Tony and I both were asking who this yeah, person yeah, was. Yeah. It's like, okay, why <laughs> Why is this in the top 20 then? Because that should just say it right there. Like, I'm not embarrassed because I didn't know who the chick was. No, no, I don't, I don't blame you at all. I'm laughing because it so perfectly reflects our point. Exactly. See, that's where I was going with it. I just I just know what to do. I'm just joking. But now this list, I'll tell you, I do agree to an extent with some of it, not most of it, just like any other PWI or ESPN trying to throw out their stuff and make their lists. Everybody's got their own list, so whatever. So be it. But we're going to have a post uh, this coming week about this, asking you guys about your thoughts on the top 20. Uh, PWI, and we will answer that next week and hopefully with Tony. Uh, we do not have a fantasy matchup this week, but I do have an interesting one for you guys this coming, so stay tuned, and everybody will be involved, besides myself, because I know you know what I'm doing. It'll be Elio versus Ben versus Josh in a triple threat match. So, we'll go from there when so it gets that, to that point. Are we doing that after break? After break, yes sir. Alright, cool. Yep. Uh, next, we'll go jump right into our Facebook post, guys. And we started this week. And we talked about it a little bit last week, but didn't really go into detail about the whole thing. Uh, Jack Perry and Eric Bischoff's ordeal. Eric Bischoff said some comments about Perry being having no appeal. And so we went ahead and posted about it. So, guys. You know what? Doug, Actually, I have the audio right here in front of me. All right. Let's play it. So let me just uh, pull up the audio here. Okay. And yeah, basically that's what it said. So Elio's going to play the audio and we'll jump right into it. All right. Okay, Lucid, first of all, you're talking about a thimble full of talent to begin with. He's really only there because his dad was a soap opera star. Oh, come on now. That's, not right. that's it. That's it. Otherwise, he's, he's making $200 a night on the indie circuit somewhere. This guy is not a star. He'll never be a star. Oh. But by virtue of the fact that he thinks using real glass is going to get him heat, should tell you everything you know about his potential. Doesn't understand the very fundamentals of, of, of the business. Just get some fresh air. Just quit, quit messing around. Got the guy loose. Now, now you've made a real statement. And you can move on. And, and I, this is really an opportunity. Tony probably does, maybe does feel this way. I don't know what you do. 
if I'm Tony right now, I am convincing myself, if I'm not already convinced, that this is an opportunity to start off with an entirely clean slate. Guys, your thoughts. Elio, you want to start? So, I mean, uh, Jack Perry uh, even said himself on a podcast, he said his father didn't even want him to be to get into wrestling. He wanted him to do anything mm-hmm. else other than. But, right. I mean, he's still young. He's like yeah, still kind of new because uh, to, to the business. So he has mm-hmm. a long road. He still has a long road ahead. Like maybe he might not be a star now, but it doesn't mean he won't be one in the future. Yeah, that's true. And honestly, I, you know, I agree with a bunch of what Eric Bischoff does say because to me, he knows the business to an extent. Um, he is very credible. I feel like with being Eric Bischoff, but it's, I do disagree with the fact when he said that he, the only reason he's in wrestling is because his dad was Luke Perry. I don't think Luke Perry has anything to do no. with it of why he's in wrestling. I mean, maybe he might've been a fan of wrestling, but that's not the reason why Jake Perry is in wrestling. No, I mean, look like hey. the, like the rest of us, he grew up being watching, probably watching him as a fan. I agree. Yeah. Uh, I do feel like he's still got talent, though. His mic skills need a lot of work, like we've said. Mm-hmm. He's got talent in the ring. Uh, just, I get the whole, you know, the bat or the bad guy that he's doing now is not the greatest thing in the world. Just change he's the still, music, please. <laughs> yeah, that that true too. He still does need a lot of work. That's that's my thought. Um, but like Elio said, maybe with more experience, with more. You know, stories, you know, getting him to be to the next level, getting him to be there. I think he can do it if he, you know, gets a chance with the whole punk situation with him and blah, blah, blah. That situation, I think, yeah, he fucked up. But this is the only one time that I've ever heard Jack Perry doing something stupid as that. So whenever he gets the opportunity again, which I feel like second chances are a thing, I'm ready to see him come back and you know, maybe we'll do that. So, Ben, what are your thoughts on it? Um, I'm somebody who believes very strongly in second chances. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm always willing to give somebody a second chance, and especially if I, I've, I've spoken out in support of, of CM Punk before, so certainly I'm going to um, extend – uh, Jack Perry, the same courtesy, especially when he hasn't um, fucked up nearly to the same degree, in my opinion. Um, but he- here's where I have a bit of a a bit of a, I I agree with Eric Bischoff, and I'm also very pissed off at Jack Perry mm-hmm. because. because because Jack Perry is not nearly in a position to be say be saying anything live on a pay per view that's going to embarrass the company in any regard whatsoever. Right. And 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 in in this case, I feel like he knew exactly what the situation with CM Punk was. He knew exactly what it would cause right he you know and he he went and did it anyway because he because he was mad that that punk 
said maybe you shouldn't do that with glass. And and regardless of, of what your opinion is with punk, I agree with him there. Using real glass in a situation like that is dumb. Mm-hmm. It's asinine. Um, you know, I mean, look what happened with Goldberg's hand and wrist when he when he put his hand through through a limousine window in 1997. Yeah. You know, I mean, we've seen this before, but, but, um, as it relates specifically, um, to Jack Perry, um, yes, of course, give him a second chance. Um, but I also, I also kind of agree with Eric Bischoff, you know, he, Jack has to be very careful in in the future now because if he does anything else stupid, cut him loose. Yeah. Because because yeah, CM Punk had a longer leash, but CM Punk had a lot more value than Jack Perry does. Sure. And, as of as of right now. Well, as a, as a period. Right. <laughs> in, in in my in my opinion, as of period. Right. Um because 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 when we're talking about if we're gonna talk about futures and what ifs, then we could be talking about all day long. But based on what we know about CM Punk and Jack Perry, we know that CM Punk had a lot more value than Jack Perry did. CM, oh, yeah. Punk, right. CM Punk has accomplished a lot more than than Jack Perry has, right? Not to say that that's Jack Perry's fault, where Jack Perry couldn't do something similar in the future with a lot of help. Mm-hmm. Um, but facts are just facts. That's um, true. But but do I think he's going to be near the star that that CM Punk was, or that or that anybody at the top level of the business is now? Based on how he cuts promos, no. Mm-mm. No. Nope. I agree no. there. I agree there. All right. We'll jump into what the fans think. Josh Sanders says, I don't see the hype in heel Jack Perry, but I think Jungle Boy had potential. If he really went full with the character, have him coming off swinging off some vines and give him like an animal to come out with. I mean, that would have... <laughs> That would have fit, but that that last okay, you, you had me going there for the first part, Josh, and then you kind of lost me with the with the full fledged Tarzan shit. I mean, I can kind of see it. It's Jungle Boy slash Tarzan slash. I can see it. I mean, uh, it'd be kind of goofy, but <laughs> hey, whatever. Goofier than his heel gimmick now. I, I would prefer Tarzan before I would this heel turn. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, I would. I, well, I would too. So. And, that, and I was yeah. the one that said, well, we should give it a chance see how it works out. Yes, right. I, was, yeah. yes I screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Hawley. I'm sorry if I butchered your name, man, but that's how I'm reading it. Uh, coming from the same guy who said Steve Austin was a mid-carder who thought the kiss demon was good. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here, uh, Jay. I don't see Jay, how that addresses the question. But okay. I I don't either. <laughs> James Kukin said he's useless. Okay, that's your your POV. Uh, Brian Andrew O'Connor said no and yes. He has no appeal as a heel. 
as a babyface, he was one of it, not the most over guys in AEW. I, I mean, I agree. I agree with that. Uh, Randy to to a large degree, he's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Randy James says Jack Tunney would have released him right away. We weren't talking about Jack Tunney, right. dude. Yeah, uh, where where did he get Jack Tunney from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, wrong era, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Jay, long shot. Holy fuck. Yeah. Jay Olson said not anymore. He had appeal when he was a kid's gimmick. Okay. Um Bob Eddy said, I once thought highly of Bischoff, but not as highly as he sees himself and what he says. I also think he wants keen on foley and undertaker while they were in wcw as well see we weren't talking about any of that Uh, okay can we focus on jungle boy jack perry please yeah that's what i'm thinking i'm thinking too Uh, uh chris hale said if aew was smart they would bring jack perry back and make him a legitimate heel have jay have Jack come out to Punk's Cult of Personality song, drinking a Pepsi, have him brag that he's the one that took out Punk permanently, and demand fans and wrestlers give him the praise he deserves. We don't want to give Punk any more uh, attention. No, uh, no, well, no, 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 because, because, and I'll tell you why that wouldn't work, because strictly, if we're talking about strictly from a heel wrestling perspective, that might work. Because we, because incidentally, we've seen CM Punk do that when he was in the feud with Jeff Hardy. So in theory, mm-hmm. in theory, that might work. But here's why you don't want to do that. Because um, according to reports, and I think according to logic, um, mm-hmm. based on what we've seen from CM Punk before, I think CM Punk is getting ready to unload on AEW the likes of which we've never seen. If, yeah. if you if you thought if you thought him unloading on WWE was bad, <laughs> I've heard that. I've heard that too. <laughs> Just wait until this gets very interesting and unfiltered. So so if if Tony Khan were to allow. Jack Perry to do that and run that gimmick and come out with calls of personality and and do all this, then all of the all of the goodwill that he has built up with his with his wrestlers and back and all the respect that he gained from a lot of people, including me, when he addressed um, CM Punk's firing on the air when he took that heat mm-hmm. from the from the crowd in Chicago. You know, I didn't personally, folks. I didn't think Tony Khan had that in him. So right. I, I had I gained a lot of respect for Tony Khan when he did that, and I'm sure <laughs> I, I, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who feels that way. So yeah. if, if he if he allowed um, such a lowbrow shot to be taken at Phil on his programming after all of this. Yep. It it would only lend credence to everything Phil Brooks has ever said, which would which would serve AEW no purpose but more bullshit. And nobody wants that. I agree. I agree. 
Uh, Donnie Smith says, as many stars as Bischoff passed on, I wouldn't trust his evaluation. That's for sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, Brian Hash said, absolutely. And Dan Anderson basically just said, yes. So that's it. Uh, next Facebook post we had thoughts on Becky Lynch winning the NXT Women's Championship. Ben, you came up with this one, didn't you? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, I did. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm so happy. Not, Let's not, hear your thoughts, brother. Not really, but I, I'm I'm so glad to uh, to get this off my chest because ever ever, ever since. Ever since that ref hit hand hit three uh, on Tuesday night, I have been I've been dying to to get this out. Right, and, and that is, I understand what NXT is trying to do. I I I get it entirely because you know they're trying to use the 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 um, main roster stars to draw attention to to the NXT roster that quite frankly they weren't getting without without the main roster because the NXT presentation sans the main roster was absolutely stuck. I mean mm-hmm. it, it stuck. It, it, it did. Um but but here here's the here here's the drawback. All this and, and ultimately why I don't like that call, um, mm-hmm. because because by putting the NXT Championship on a main roster star, what you're telling the fans by default is that NXT can't can't survive by itself. It needs main roster relevance to stay afloat. Mm-hmm. And what you're tell what you're telling all of the people backstage who wrestle on NXT is we don't have enough faith in you to um to carry our titles, so we're gonna we're gonna go and use the main roster to do so. And now not only do you have Becky Lynch carrying a title, you have Dom Mysterio carrying a title. And mm-hmm. and you're bringing him back again on Tuesday. Now I can already see the other side of this argument, and I understand it com- completely. So the other side of this argument would be this. Um, and and gentlemen, feel free to jump in uh, on on either side of this because I want to get your take too. Um, yeah. So the the other side would be well, it isn't. Isn't Tiffany Stratton benefiting from from being in the ring with Becky Lynch, and isn't she by default getting the rub from Becky Lynch from being in the ring with her, win or lose? the The answer is yes, she is getting that rub, but but I don't think NXT is getting the rub because one. How often is is Becky going to be on NXT TV? And two, honestly, what what if you need main roster stars to draw attention to NXT? That's drawing, in my mind, that's drawing more attention to the problems NXT has, and not putting enough faith in the people that you have there 
In my book, they have plenty of talent down there. If they booked it right, they could fix it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Elio, what are your thoughts? So I was thinking about this since Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So on one side, um, it's kind of cool, like, they gave Becky Lynch the title because then now we have a main roster star holding an NXT championship. Mm-hmm. And we're always talking about like how Raw or SmackDown or whatever give us the same matches every week, so this creates fresh matches. Yeah. But then uh, I, I start thinking about who would who could possibly uh, take the title off of Becky Lynch after her run. And that's I, the problem. I know I already came up with the perfect name. Was that Lyra Valkyria? Okay. Because yeah, yeah, I've, seen, I've seen improvement uh, from her. I've been watching her since 2018 mm-hmm. when she was in NXT UK. So I can see uh, her taking the title off of Becky Lynch, if not Tiffany Stratton before that. Okay. Yeah. Well, wh- I, where, did, where does that leave Tiffany Stratton? Then what did this whole thing do? But I said, if not before Tiffany Stratton, if she doesn't mm-hmm. get to Becky Lynch first. Right. Oh, well, that, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. My thoughts, guys, I don't really see much wrong with it. I really don't because we've honestly we've heard about over time where WWE wants NXT to be this third brand. This mm-hmm. thing. I, I don't think it will ever get to that. That's just my opinion. But with Becky winning the title, it gets her something to do because she's just off this rivalry with Trish. Uh going Thank on, God. right? Helping the other girls, and Becky's good at that. She's a leader. Let's just be real with that. And it's a championship that she hasn't won yet. And it's something that she, you know, had had something that the other top women, let's say the four horsemen, did. Bailey, Sasha Banks, Charlotte. They all held the NXT Women's Championship. I feel like Becky would want to win that. See, so another, I think that- another thing that I said on a past episode. Mm-hmm. So we have these main roster stars going out in NXT. Right. Which which I think is a good thing because it refreshes their character. And that too. Right. Like, yeah. I can't really say for Dana Brooke because I thought they were going to do something with her, but they're right. not doing anything. But like, look at Baron they've, Corbin. They've already fucked her up. But look at Baron Corbin <laughs> now. Uh, well, yeah. Well, uh, Honestly, all due respect, Elio, I, I don't I don't think that Baron Corbin is a good example. He's a better example than Dana Brooks, certainly, but you know, Jesus Christ, you know, who gives a shit about Baron <laughs> Corbin? <laughs> right. Yeah, but going into it, Becky, I feel like would help the women's division. She definitely helped, in my opinion, when we talk about NXT, she definitely helped Tiffany Stratton. Win or loss. She made her look good if she wasn't already good. So yeah, our, our truth was down on NXT. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. And, and, and everyone loved when he was there. Right? Um, yeah. uh, please tell me you're being facetious. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm 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 honestly happy for Becky. So let's read into the comments here. Uh Josh Sanders said happy for her to become a Grand Slam champion. But hope this doesn't hurt Tiffany Stratton in any way. I agree. I agree, I agree to that. I I don't think it helped or it hurt Tiffany at all. If anything, I feel like it helped her. So that's where I'm at with it. Um, Corey S. Hopkins says, "Um, why?" But okay, that's your 
Well, well with that, that no, too. you know what? That you know, usually we scoff at those kind of things, but I, I based on what I said, I completely understand that comment. I, I okay. really, do, I really do. All right, that's all good. Uh, Bob Eddy said they are trying to get ratings up for NXT. To win, we will keep seeing the wrestlers going to NXT for that purpose. Uh, we know that's why we're discussing it. Right. <laughs> that doesn't address the question. How <laughs> Jay- do you? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're good. I, I'm sorry, Clay. I'm not trying to be a smartass. The question is: the question is, how do you feel about Becky being the NXT champion? At which point did you address any of that in your whatever your comment was? Right. I'm sorry, I already forgot because it's that irrelevant. Stop. <laughs> Read the question. Please. All right. Does J-R. that make me an asshole? No. It's all good. <laughs> JR said, I called it because they have been handing out grand slams lately, figuring she was next. LOL. No. Well, uh, not okay. not all, all right. the time. All right, hold on, hold on. What? Seriously, part of me just loves this because, like, you know, Elio, you like to show people online. I like to do it on this show. So, <laughs> <laughs> so let me just let me just do do it this way. R- remind me what that person's name was. Jr. Okay. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice to meet you. I'm Ben. Let me ask you a question. Um, when was the last time they made a big deal out of a specific uh, Grand Slam champion? Becoming a Grand Slam champion. <laughs> I can't remember one. Neither can Honestly. I. My yeah. exact point. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Uh, Keith Solomon said, happy for her. The one belt she's never held, but downside, it will take her away from Raw. For the time did this with Charlotte back when got... Okay. Guess NXT needs ratings up again, but why Becky and Charlotte? Okay. Yeah, we're not doing that. Charlotte, and then talked about Ripley and Roman, so yeah. It's basically saying that the ratings need up, so that's where... Sure. Um, okay, you could have just said that. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm having entirely too much fun. <laughs> <laughs> James Kukin said, good. Hope she stays there. Okay. Okay. Uh, Harlem Grid City Green says a step back. I don't mm-hmm. see it as a step no, back. Not a step back. No. Uh Greg Nicky says, come on, well, smile, if, come if on. If he's talking about a step back for NXT, I can understand it. If he's talking about a step back for Becky Lynch, it's not. Well, I, I, as far as I'm thinking, it's saying that Becky is a step back, I, I would think. But. Well, well, okay. Well, if that were the case, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, I'm kidding. I, I have a man crush on Becky Lynch. I think we all. If you listen to the to the beginning of the of our shows, uh, Ben had uh, had a thing for Becky Lynch, so like he's like fucking Seth Rollins. Yeah, (laughs) there's no such thing as a past uh, crush. It's still a very much active thing. There you go. There you go. 
Ken Ragazine, sorry if I messed that up, brother, uh, says, good way to elevate the title. I agree with that. And last uh, comment, Gardner Huff says, I love the fact that Becky Lynch won the NXT women's title. So there you go. He loves it. Well, Lisa's last two addressed the question directly. I can appreciate that. There we go. All right. We're going to jump right into the wrestling news from around the world. All right, so Matt Riddle apparently claimed that he was sexually assaulted by a police officer at an airport this week. Um, an investigation is underway, and that was the reason why he was pulled from Monday Night Raw. So I don't know much details about this. I haven't read much on it, but that's just coming from Riddle. He put on Twitter something about it and quickly deleted it. Um, I did not get the tweet or whatever you call it now. And I this X thing. Exactly. What's the point of posting it if you're going to delete it? Why even do that? But yeah, well, especially uh, something that serious. If you're going to say it, at least stand behind it. That's true. That's true. Uh, Royal Rumble 2024 will be in Tampa Bay, Florida this year. So they announced it this week. Oh, I can't joy. wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jade Cargill. Now, since Tony's not here, this is kind of a rumor in a way. It's not really 100% accurate, but it's a big rumor. It's heavenly rumored to be on her way to WWE after her contract's up in AEW. Well, there, there, there's a video online uh, that they taped after our Rampage where her and Chris Allender were having... Right, right. Well, she's yeah. finishing up in AEW, but then jumped ship. So yeah, that's that's a rumor more of it than the news. Since Tony's not here, that's why I threw it in. So don't bite me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, Impact, you actually want people to bite you? That's scary. No, I don't want that. Never. Uh, <laughs> Impact Wrestling had their 1,000th episode this week. So congratulations to them. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> we sound so excited about that. Um, also, going into... Now, I didn't know that this was a thing. The Impact Hall of Fame. I didn't know they had a Hall of Fame. Yeah, uh, yeah they've had one for several years. Is wow. Is there? Yeah. Oh, boy, Dang. imagine that. Dang, Kurt Angle, uh, Ken Shamrock... Uh, the Rock actually appeared on on the on uh, the air via a uh, social media recording to induct Ken Shamrock into the uh, Impact Hall of Fame. Yeah. Wow. wow. I'm not really sure why, but I, yeah. <laughs> uh, the latest inductees, though, are Mike Tanay and Don West, who were commentators for TNA. So I'm happy for that. Well, good for uh, them. Unfortunately, I remember them. Like, um, yeah, yeah. yeah, they were a good group. I so, love, I love congratulations to them. <laughs> right, I do remember that one. Yeah, jeez. Uh, there was a thing saying that The Rock and Roman Reigns was set for Mania 39, but yet The Rock was on a. Uh, I think it was ESPN or something. No, it was Pat McAfee's show. He was yeah, on that, that and was, that hinted was today. And hinted, yes, of WrestleMania 40. So, 
maybe we'll finally get that match. You know what? Uh, and, and and this might be controversial, folks. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I come to think of it, I'm not sure why it would be because it's a pertinent topic. But because mm-hmm. I, I can certainly understand why people would be interested in that because it is a you know a quote unquote dream match and uh, you know with the bloodline and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But um, if it, if it was gonna happen. Um, I would have been I would have been very interested in it happening last year because I think I think this past WrestleMania was the hottest that the bloodline was ever going to be, um, and um, I'm just I'm not one I'm not interested in the bloodline storyline stretching out for an entirely uh, an entire eight more months. Uh, number one, number two. If you really think about it, it screws um, Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Because if if they're gonna go Roman versus Rock, mm-hmm. um, then where where do they go with with um, Cody's story? I mean, because do they do, they do it night one and night two? I guess. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they would have to. <laughs> I would. I would think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but see, the, but doesn't it cheapen that? Because like, if 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 we had, which it would make perfect sense. Don't get me wrong. From a business perspective, I get it. You uh-huh. know that, that would be perfect. But I feel right. like it, I I feel like if we had a night one, night two situation with that, then the night one situation would be entirely. You know, a foregone conclusion, mm-hmm. which, which at that point would be like, why? Why would we bring The Rock in if he was only a lead up to Cody getting his moment? That's true. You know, true. it's like if you're gonna bring The Rock in, he needs to be a main event, uh, main event moment with the title. You know, and if you know if he's not in that situation, then why bring him in? Because even, because with Cody and everything, The Rock would be an afterthought, and the, the Rock, under no circumstances, given what he is to the professional wrestling business, The Rock is not an afterthought. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, AEW is likely to move to Max and expanding pay per views in twenty twenty four. So they're still going to be on TBS, TNT for the regular show, but it seems like they're trying to work a deal with uh, HBO Max. So that's not confirmed yet. That's Dynamite, uh, yet so another word. Well, for like pay-per-views. Oh, for to be, oh Yeah, it's kind of like what Peacock is for WWE. It's like uh, what uh, they're, they're talking about to uh, be on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, that too. Yeah. Yep. So I guess we'll Ooh. see. Guys... I think Tony Diaz has a new belt to buy. Uh-oh. Did you guys see the prices yes. on yes. AEW's acclaimed trios tag team titles? Oh, no. They are asking $5,000 per title. Is that because of the scissors opening clothes? God, yes, but I'm like, <laughs> this can't be fucking real. I even looked on their website, and that is the first thing that pops up. They are asking for these titles, each title, 
I couldn't believe what I was fucking reading. Clay, can I can I tell you? Can I can I tell you something? What? Now, when I when I was reading that article earlier today, much like I do right now. Mm-hmm. It's empty right now, but you'll still understand my point. <laughs> I had a, I had, I had a drink uh, right by right by the computer there, and if, uh-huh. and if I had been drinking something, uh, my computer would have short circuited, and I would not have been on the air with you this evening. Because when uh, I right. when I read that shit, I I was so confounded. Now, now, listen to me, folks. I understand that everybody's different and everybody's into different things, and that's why we, that's why this podcast is called Wrestling POV. For but, sure. But I'm, I'm here to tell you, and I feel pretty safe that nobody's going to think I'm an asshole for saying. So <laughs> I'm just going to say it because this is the one. This is the one time where I truly believe that it's accurate. Hmm. If if anybody spends five thousand dollars to purchase an AEW Scissor Me Daddy Championship, you're a fucking loser. Uh, well, not only not only that, but you got way too much money to spend. <laughs> you got let let me know what job you have. If you have enough money to spend five grand on a title belt, but. I, that's just me. That's how much you said? Now, $5,000, right? $5,000, yes. Gee. Yes. Now, remember when The Fiend had his belt? I believe that belt was like, what, 1000 500 somewhere in there? I forget exactly what it was. Something like that. Yeah, but... But, but it wasn't $5,000. But no! It was nowhere near that. That's insane. But I, I just couldn't believe what I read. I even had to go on the site. I'm like, wow. But if you spend $5,000 on that, I'm oh. confident in telling you one or two things is true. One, you're a virgin. No doubt. Damn. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, or number two, you have no life whatsoever. And, 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 and you bring a bad name to wrestling fans if you spend that kind of money. Yeah. And, and, yep. and perhaps most importantly, if AEW, you are doing the wrestling fans a disservice by asking that amount of money because, and I shit you not, because it sounds like I'm making a joke considering I was just laughing my ass off two, <laughs> second, two, two seconds ago. But, but, right. But if, if I can be serious for a minute. Okay. I saw a video online that uh, it was a, um, it was the biggest ick in dating uh, thing. And this lady said, um, you know, if you watch professional wrestling, and and the and the host said, "Are you talking about WWE?" And he, and she said, "No, I'm talking specifically about AEW." Mm. So the biggest ick is if you watch slash enjoy if you enjoy AEW. 
Can you imagine going on a, going on a date with somebody and you found out that they spent five thousand dollars on the AEW Scissoring Championships? I I would be flabbergasted. I really would. I would. But. You know what? We're having entirely too much fun with this, folks. Yeah. But yeah. but I would be questioning your mental stability. <laughs> That's true. That's true. I guess we'll see. And last but certainly not least, the merger for WWE and UFC called TKO Group has been underway. And they've already made reno- renovations with people, uh, laying people off, unfortunately. So Ben has the names that... This TKO group has laid off, unfortunately. So, Ben, I'm going to leave this to you. So, uh, the, the latest name um, was was Andy Levine. He was um, he was the vice president of international and platform strategy. Um, okay. Whatever that means. I'm, I'm not being a smartass. I literally have no idea what that means. Um. Mm. Apparently that well, I have the description right here. He he was in charge of the company's quote unquote international social and digital strategy, production team and agencies in multiple international markets, working alongside WWE's programming, partnership, marketing, monetization, brand development, talent, content operations, right strategy, and business planning. Divisions. He was also the leader of the platform strategy team, which, quote, manages partner relationships, competitive analysis, and communication to accelerate growth and revenue across programming, e-commerce, and partnerships. Jesus Christ, did everybody get that? Sounds like a lot. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a big loss. Um, Mm -hmm. But um, in addition to that, um, they also lost um, Amanda Bloom. She was the uh, director of, Enter- of Enterprise Master Data and Governance. Okay. Um, she worked for the company for seven years and was said to be, quote, extremely important for our technology department when it came to how the company used and evaluated metadata. Um, mm-hmm. so, uh, in, a, in addition to that, um, and this, I believe this was the first person to be reported to let go, uh, was, um, was the vice, executive vice president of development and digital, Jamie Horowitz, um, mm. oh, and also, I'm also, I'm getting another one as we speak. Um, Catherine Newman, who was who was the president and head of marketing. Okay. Now, now as it relates to Horowitz, um, he, this one is surprising to me because, as I'm reading right now, he was bought in by Nick Khan. Okay. So, so that's that, so that tells me that he was uh, somewhat new. As a matter of fact, he came in in June. 2021 so that he didn't have too long of a stay but that's mm-hmm. that's the um 
that that is the full list that I'm aware of right now. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, unfortunately, uh, those were fired. Those people were fired, and uh, we'll see when more time comes. I guess. Oh, oh and, and, and speaking speaking of firings, and this wasn't. I don't think that this was related to the merger, but the dyad. Um, yeah. From, uh, from NXT was also uh, let go. Um, I, I remember hearing that, yeah. I was not surprised by that because they they had asked for their um, re- release uh, many months ago and had, yeah. to, and had to wait until their uh, contracts expired. Well, apparently their contracts have officially expired and um, they are now finished up with the company. So Yep, yep. Unfortunately, it, that sucks. So, see where they go. Um, we don't have any rumors this week because, like I said, Tony's gone uh, for this week, and hopefully next week we'll hear some more rumors. Injuries, there are none. So, yay, no injuries. Good deal. Uh, yeah. Now we're going to jump right into the hot tag news. Elio, you came up with this one. Who has the best spear in the business? So, guys, real quick, we're going to name out who – Thanks, or who has the best spear? So, Elio, we'll go to you. I'm just gonna go with Edge. I mean, uh, when he spears you, he like gets the spear, but like he just like spikes his opponent and like they're down. That's it. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, Ben, who's got the best spear right now? Brown Breaker. Oh, okay. The, the what the way that he sells that thing, yeah. Yeah, and credit to the people receiving it too. But my God, <laughs> I agree. I agree. He's he's an up and cover man. I I love Breaker, but to me, guys, you know what? I'm a, I, I hate to say it because I'm not the biggest fan of this spot guy, but he does have an amazing spear. I'm going Goldberg. I I really think as the fiercest oh. back in the nineties. No. Hey, I know, I know, <laughs> but he had a good spear. I'm just saying. The way he speared guys back in WCW, not now, but back in his prime. Yeah, I mean, he, he, he used to spike his opponents just like it. So you think, boom. Exactly. Down. Exactly. When that oh, big son of a bitch came oh, on. Yeah, don't, don't encourage Why? <laughs> you got to give it to him. I'm not saying now. I'm saying, you know, of all time. Okay, okay all right. Bill Goldberg. You're allowed. You're. I like you. You're a good kid. Kid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kid. I'm 29. <laughs> yes, and actually, actually, in all seriousness, one happy birthday. Uh, that's Thank you, all. brother. Uh, two and two. I could have sworn you were older when I read you were still in your 20s. I I was jealous. I have. I have gray. <laughs> I have gray hair. My body's breaking down, and you're still in your 20s. <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> All is good. Go I feel- <laughs> uh, Josh Sanders, imagine this. He said, I'm biased and send the gift <laughs> of, of Edge spearing Matt Hardy. So I think I think he's going with Edge for best best spear. I, I just have a feeling. Just, just, feeling. A, just a thought. <laughs> just, just a thought, yeah. Um Oh, shoot. Okay, Corey Hopkins says Edge. Soon Sane says Goldberg. Uh, Don oh, Sullivan. <laughs> Don Sullivan's got said uh, Goldberg. 
Dakota Connect said none. Rhino <laughs> did, in my opinion. Uh-oh. Now, see, that's not a bad pick either, Rhino. Mm-hmm. Now, Actually, that's a fantastic pick because um, if you remember the spear that he hit with uh, Chris Jericho, yes, um, through the Titan, through the uh, stage. Well, not really stage, the back on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was badass. It was, it was. Uh, Brad Sanders says Edge for sure got your back, bro, and he tagged Josh Sanders, and he also put a GIF of. Edge spearing Mick Foley at WrestleMania 22. Oh, Christ. (laughs) We got a couple of Edge heads in the house from Kentucky. So, and I'm not, I'm not saying that they're wrong because Edge had an amazing spear. So I'm not, you know, that's, that's totally good. Uh, Let's see what we got here. We got a lot of comments from this. Uh, Well, that's actually good. One person says Charlotte Flair. So, no, no, no. <laughs> I knew Ben would have loved that one. Fuck <laughs> off. Uh, uh, Hayden Nozak says Edge. Um, yeah, come on, dude. Seriously, Gas King says all of them. Uh, I, oh, Jesus. That's I, know, you know I got the same comment on my TikTok. <laughs> right? I don't know. Oh, shoot, I forgot to ask you about your TikTok, Elio. I'm sorry. I hate TikTok. Can we skip TikTok? <laughs> no, let's go all three. So what? Uh, did you oh, did you have all oh, three or just the spear yeah, one? I had the Becky, I had the Becky Lynch, Jack Perry, and... Uh, no. I can, okay, let's no. go ahead. Read the results for all three. So for the Becky Lynch one, uh, it, do you think it was a good idea to... Have Becky Lynch as the NXT Women's Champion? 64% said yes, and 36% it was a bad idea. Okay. For, uh, yeah, for the spirit question about who has the best spirit, only the one comment. They're all good. Oh, to, which, to, to which Elio responded, well, that's fine, but who had the best spirit? That's the question we're asking. Thank you. This is it's fucking true. <laughs> and for the Jack Perry one, um, does Jack Perry have any appeal? Thirteen percent said yes, and eighty-eight said no. Damn, that's showing a lot right there. So, <laughs> um, back to who has the best spear? Uh, Josh Sanders commented again and said it's definitely not Roman. So y'all stop. It's Edge for me. <laughs> and then he posted the gif of Edge spearing Jeff Hardy. So Josh was Josh was all over this one. I think he really liked this uh, question, guys. I really do. So. Well. We made Josh happy. We did. I'm not going to get mad at a former co-host of Mars. <laughs> right. Uh, Brand- Branday Robinson says Roman Reigns. Uh, Brandon- oh, sick Josh on his ass. <laughs> I think he's already <laughs> on it. <laughs> uh, some of these... Guys, I'm sorry if I'm butchering everybody's names, but some of these names... I just can't really read him. <laughs> uh, Austin Noble says Goldberg for sure. Um, bunch of Goldbergs, Edge, yeah. Roman. Um, yeah, that's basically it. So that's where I'm going to stop because it's basically repeating of Roman, Goldberg, and Edge. So I, I like the people who did say Rhino though. But that was that was different. 
I mean, he, so yeah, I I appreciated that, and even though he wasn't one of those choices, this is why I love you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it was pertinent to the question. Imagine yeah. that concept. Well, right. It, it's fine if they eat too, and and also it's fine to to pick like whatever you want because I can't put everyone uh, that uses spear on one poster. That's so right. They yeah. look all messed up. Yeah, that's true. And uh, yeah, all right, guys, let's take a break. Uh, when we come back, we will have this week's fantasy matchup, and I'm telling you guys, you're going to want to hear this. This is going to be interesting. Uh, this week in wrestling, we have the book and much more fun and excitement here at Wrestling POV. So we'll be right back. Hey, this is your Olympic hero, Kurt Angle. Listen to the Wrestling POV podcast. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. Hi, uh, I'm WWE superstar Charlotte Flair, also known as the Queen, and uh, listen to Wrestling POV podcast and always do it with Flair. Woo! This is the hardcore legend Mick Foley, and you are listening to the Wrestling POV podcast. All right, and we are back, and you can find Wrestling POV every Saturday on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and Amazon Music. And now we're going to go into our fantasy match with Clay. All right, the guys this week's fantasy matchup. Now, I'm doing something a little different for this week, okay? We're going to go with a triple threat match, uh, men, for this for this week's matchup. Now, for the categories, I'm going to have you guys give me a number. It's between Elio, Ben, and Josh. Josh has already given me his number. And the potential guy, if he wins, of who he would want. Now, we're going to go 90s. A 90 star, a 2000 star, and a 2010 star. So we're going to go go ahead and pick a number, 1 through 20. Josh, pick number 8. Elio, go ahead. 1 through 20, um, 15. Okay. Uh, ben, who? what's your number? 7. 7? Yeah. Okay. Uh, unfortunately, Josh got the win because my number was 11. And that was before I even asked him the question. So I promise you I did not cheat to get him to win. So there you go. But we have the 90 star that Josh picked, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Um, I'm going to go ahead and pick another number right now. So deciding uh, between Elio and Ben. And I'm going to go ahead and pick a number now. All right. Pick me a number number. Or give me another number, one through 20. To pick the 2000 star or the 2010 star? 10. Okay. Ben, what's your pick? Um, 16. The winner is Elio. My number was six. So, Elio, do you want the 2000 star or the 2010? Oh, 2000. All right. So, this week's fantasy matchup will be Josh's pick, Shawn Michaels. Versus Elio's pick of the 2000s, Kurt Angle, versus the 2010s, which falls into Ben, AJ Styles. Fantastic matchup. Yes. Okay. What do you guys think? Wow. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic. Booker of the year right here on Wrestling <laughs> Field. Right. Cummings, ladies and gentlemen. Very good. There we go. That's a good shot, pal. <laughs> that was the perfect Vince McMahon impression right there. And, I loved it. And on top of that, 
you don't take a terrible picture. And but in, in all seriousness, folks, <laughs> have, have you since, since we just came off the TKO merger news? Did you uh-huh. guys see the 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 headshot for for Vince? Oh, the freaking mustache! Doesn't he look awful? <laughs> Good lord! What? What is? What is going on? I don't know. Like, I I, sh- I showed that to 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 my to my mom and my dad earlier mm-hmm. tonight because they know my general deceased prevents. And, um, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> Doesn't he look terrible? What my my funny thing is though? Have you guys seen these like? Uh, pictures of like when Vince first bought the company and he paid a million dollars for the company and he was like young and looked okay and you know all that but then they show another graphic of him now getting the money that he got from WWE and it's like what the fuck happened to him like <laughs> uh, when I was looking at I saw a picture earlier today I'm like how do you go from that to this oh god I, I'm <laughs> It's just I don't you know. know. That's a you know what that is, folks. And and I'm not, I'm not making fun of people that get work done because I can understand you know you know aging and you know maybe some people not feeling very very good about that and you know mm-hmm. maybe maybe in some cases time not being so kind to people based on factors they can't control. But right. but Vince himself is a walking advertisement for why you don't get work done. That's because, true. holy fuck. Ugh, man. That's <laughs> so that, true. That is not an, that is not an improvement, folks. Good no. God. No. <laughs> but yeah, let's jump right into this week in wrestling, and we're going to start with AEW Collision. So, Ben, this is your, this is your show. Give it to us, brother. AEW Collision. Yes, let me let me uh, just pull up the uh, the result here. Okay. And um, yeah, we are <laughs> just like magic, huh? There you uh, go. So uh, high points. If my computer would work properly, thank you. <laughs> um, high points. I had. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, um, yes, here it is. So, high points, I had the main event, uh, Penta versus uh, Samoa Joe. Okay. Can't, can't go wrong with that. No. Nope. Um, and also, um, Roderick Strong versus uh, Darby Allen. As much as I hate Roderick Strong's gimmick, um, mm-hmm. this, this match was was absolutely great. Um, so, g- got to give that a high point. Now, low points this week, probably the easiest job I've ever had in terms of picking out uh, <laughs> lo- low points. Um, TBS title uh, match between Chris Statlander and Robin Renegade. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> um, because... because you know, over on my over on my other show, PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. If you, if you haven't checked this out already, I don't know what the hell you're doing with it. But I really don't. Um, wow. But um, 
but but aside from that cheap pop, uh, yeah. one of one of the two the two concepts I always say that I'm I'm looking for when I watch wrestling is logic and continuity, mm-hmm. right? And what it what why in what world would would Robin Renegade qualify for a title shot of any kind? Isn't she on? Yeah. Uh, isn't she uh, on ROH exclusive on ROH? I thought so. I believe so. Yeah. Okay. I, I thought that's so. Why I, because I was like, wait, she's on ROH. Why is she on going on AEW television? And so, so to follow up a low point with another low point. Um, was the resident luchador match for the evening. Um, Bullet Club Gold versus Gravity, Aerostar, and Dios del Inframundo. That was a hard match. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, the, uh, what the fuck? Uh, yeah. And, you know, to complete the trifecta of back-to-back-to-back low points, and I'm not just doing this to be an asshole... Um, mm. and, but, but I, and, and Elio strike me dead if I'm telling lies, but, but, but did I, did I not bring this up on, on our podcast last time? I didn't even realize on Helico was still employed with AEW. Yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's true. Rick, Ray Phoenix versus Angelico. And according to, to Elio's esteemed research, because he's amazing and he's just an encyclopedia of this shit. Um, he is. But he, he looked it up to verify this. Um, Angelico has not been featured in AEW in any capacity since May of 2022. And that's a shame. Honestly. Which, which, yes, it is. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I, I 100% agree. Um, but why? It's just, <laughs> see, that's the, 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 no disrespect to Angelico whatsoever. When he was with, you know, when he was with Jack Evans and, and Hybrid 2.0, uh, yep. shout, shout out to, um, to the game we play at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> His his theme has been featured there with hybrid to find out several times, yeah. um, but um, it's just you know there's got to be logic in how these matches are put together, and I feel like that's what AEW is missing uh, so, mm-hmm. so so much lately, um, yeah. and and um, and also and I I hate I hate doing this. Uh, again, again, but why? Why? And and I I do I do have to emphasize why. Um, I I just I I truly don't understand. <laughs> what? Why? Why are we doing the whole action Andretti and and John Moxley thing? See, this is that's the scary thing is like Moxley's now doing the Orange Cassidy thing with starting out dynamite with that international championship for ever since he's won it. And it's like now he's running the Orange Cassidy deal. I don't get it. uh, I mean, to me, Moxley made Action Andretti look good, but at the same time, he still beat him. So it's like, what? But okay, but was it one? 
And first and foremost, no, nobody expected Alexander Andre to win. I'm not saying that. But, no. But, but most importantly, when was the last time Action Andretti was featured on AEW TV? This is not the Ring of Honor hour. Yeah, that's true, I, too. Know, I, I yep. just, I'm not getting it. So, moving on, uh, Clay, what are your high points or low points for Collision? Uh, but I have almost exact same as you do uh, for high points and low points. I honestly gave the Ray Phoenix versus Angelico match a high point. I thought these guys had good chemistry. Yes, I understand the whole reason of why Ray Phoenix versus Helico, but they had they had a good match still. You know, I, I still enjoyed the match, and I was like, man, this kid needs – and I say kid. I, I'm not sure 100% how old he is. But what you said, Ben, he hasn't been featured since 2022. He's a, ta- he's a good talent. He really is, and I feel like AEW missed the ball with him also. So I gave that a high point. Low points are the same exact thing. So I have not much more to add. That's all, all I right. have for Collision. Very good. Short and sweet and then jiffy, just how I like it. Elio, <laughs> um, Elio, <laughs> what you, what you have, bud? I have the same, pretty much have the same high points so with this dude. Mm-hmm. All right. Wow. And I just wow. looked up Ben Hallig. He's 36. Oh, wow. I didn't think he was that old. Huh. Well, Jesus, I'm 35. Thanks, Clay. Well, I'm saying, <laughs> I, thought he was, I thought he was like in his 20s still. <laughs> I'm almost there. I got one more year, and then I'm done, so I can't say much. <laughs> what does that say for you, Elio? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'll, I'll say Elio. Elio's 1.5 million years old during <laughs> next week. Luchasaurus. The Luchasaurus of SNK POV. You thought we forgot about that one? <laughs> okay. Oh, well, that wraps right. up collision, so we'll move on to uh, Monday Night Raw. Who's All got right. that? Uh, Wait, I'll do go we have ahead. final grades? Yeah, overalls. What's, what's your oh. overall? Oh, uh, C minus. I'm right there with you. I gave it a C. And I gave it a C as well. All right. C for collision. That sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> then we got Monday Night Raw. Um, I'll start off with high points. I got Drew McIntyre versus Xavier Woods. Good match. Uh, going back and forth. Crowd was hyped. And Drew got the win for this. Now, this is kind of throwing off because the whole riddle thing and then Kofi wasn't there and it just kind of, I mean, it was still a solid match. Don't get me wrong, but the story was kind of messed up due to everything was happening. So it's still a good match to me. Um, my other high point, Alpha Academy and Tommaso Ciampa versus Imperium. Great match between these guys. Uh, honestly, guys, Imperium is really growing on me. With everybody, Ludwig Kaiser, I've said many times on this show that he's he's up and coming. And as soon as he gets out Gunther's shadow, look out because this guy's got it. I really do. Um, with Alpha Academy and Gun- and Tommaso Ciampa getting win, that's that's okay. But the thing is, it adds to a story because Vinci was the one who tapped out. So Gun- is Gunther going to be pissed at Vinci now? And Giovanni Vinci's in a bad stuff. I mean, they've, 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 they've right been now. talking about. Uh... Uh, him leaving the group. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, and, think um, is, I think is a bad call. 
I think I, it is too. I, I think you need to keep Imperium together. I mean, look at, look at this NXT run. It was it good. Dropped the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Bad. <laughs> and my other high point, Rhea Ripley versus Raquel Rodriguez. Main event was a good match going, but the surprise return of Nia Jax. Mm-hmm. That, okay. <laughs> okay. I was shocked. <laughs> it, it was something it, about Ben. He, yeah, he, yeah. Seems, he seems kind of disappointed. <laughs> a little bit. A little Some, bit. Something is very, very wrong. Okay, but this is not my segment. This is Clay's. Like, it's okay, but I was. I, it was a good match. Rhea gets the win with the help from Nia. Then Nia attacks Rhea, so maybe we'll see a rivalry. We'll see where it goes next week. So that's where I'm at with it. Well, well, <laughs> low points, and I hated to do it because you guys know I'm the number one fan in this man's fan club. Akira Tozawa versus The Miz. I I didn't like this match. I didn't. No. I, no. I felt like this was a squash uh, with the Miz getting the win here. And God, and I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Tazawa's so underrated. I know he's small. I understand. But, gosh, the kid, the guy can wrestle. I really do like yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. He, he can. Um, yeah. You know, he, unfortunately, and, and I don't say this out of a slight to him, it's mm-hmm. just WWE has a history of doing this yeah. with, with foreign wrestlers. He falls into that category of a Funaki, of a Tajiri, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and it's un, it's unfortunate, you know, yeah. of, a, of a Yoshitatsu, you know, and it, it's just, it shouldn't be that way. No, I agree. I agree. Uh, another low point I had with uh, Cody Rhodes coming out with Dom and JD McDonough's promo. Yes. What was the point of this? I don't. Uh, Cody coming out. What do you want to talk about? Judgment Day comes out. His I, just I for am that too. What? Why? Why does he have to have a promo in the ring every single week on Raw? Don't get yeah. me wrong. I uh, like Cody. I but, say the, the Grayson Waller effect. Dang. I, I, I'm so happy that uh, I'm so happy that the payback he cut Cody off. He's like, no, we're not gonna do that tonight. Like, good, I, thank I you. Agree. <laughs> yes, I agree. But and then this got to a brawl, and I just I don't get why they needed to do that promo. And last, we I gave it a little point. Shayna Baszler versus Chelsea Green. I don't understand because it felt like when Shayna beat Ronda, I felt like okay, they're finally rolling with Shayna Baszler. They're finally getting to this, what she was in NXT, yeah. this badass. And now she's thrown into a story with Chelsea Green, Piper Niven, uh, freaking Sonya Deville when she, before she got hurt. And I'm like, guys, Shayna probably won't wrestle much longer. Get her that shine that she deserves. But this wasn't it. And I hated to do it. So I gave it a little point. Um, Elio, your thoughts on, and that's all I have for Raw. What's your yeah, thoughts, Elliot? No, I had the same high points and low points. Um, but, um not the Imperium match itself, but like the celebration beforehand with the uh, Academy coming out. I was like, oh, okay, because yeah. like Shaggy was looking up to Gunther, like right, didn't really do much, but like except for leading to the match. So that probably was no point, but the match with the high points. Gotcha, gotcha. And then everything else, I have uh, same as you. Okay. Uh, ben, your thoughts on Raw? 
So a lot, a lot of the same high points, but I, I will uh, mention something with the fact that Tommaso Ciampa was was involved with the Alpha Academy match. Uh, why? Yeah, I I agree with that. Um, that that was literally the most one of the most random things I can remember seeing in quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um. And you know, it, it it felt like an excuse to do another six man tag, and true, and you know, I hate the fact that that six man tags are such a integral part of the show now because they do them every fucking week in the main event. And now we got to make well the show. Uh, six man tag team championship. You and keep doing these six man tag well, well, teams. Precisely. Yeah. You know. You know. It, it. It sounds like a joke, but you know what? Elio brings up an outstanding point um, mm-hmm. because it is that constant. And you know, as much as I love Tommaso Champa and longtime listeners of of my other show and. Maybe this one a little bit too. Understand my my loyalty to to, to Mazo Champa based on how much I love uh, NXT Black and Gold. But when something is that random, I I have to point something out. Um, sure. And um and the uh, and the other thing too, and it kind of goes along with what you were saying about Shayna Baszler. I I am so tired of how she's presented. It is it, it is sickening. It is yeah. absolutely it is absolutely sickening. Um, so I I don't really have anything else to say because I had the same high points and low points. So I suppose uh, we'll move on to NXT. All right. Uh, yeah. But overalls for Raw, I gave it a B minus this week. Uh, Ben, what'd you give it? Well, that's kind Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, um and and I say that because I just feel like these shows drag on and on and on um uh-huh. so uh, for, for that I'm gonna have to give it a C plus okay uh Elio what'd you give it yeah I gave it a C plus as well all right we're going to NXT um I'll go ahead and take over this also and then the other two I'll lead to you guys so, uh, high points. I started off with Elia Dragunov versus Wesley. I thought this was a good match between these guys uh, going all out to start the show. Uh, fast moves going really good. Um, and then Ilya Dragunov gets the win as he should. So now with this pay-per-view coming up, we're going to see Ilya Dragunov versus Carmelo Hayes. I'm definitely looking forward to that. So it'll be it'll be a good match. So and this Man, was a good match. I want to see Ilya Dragunov take the title. I do too. It, 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 might, it might not happen with this match, but I, I definitely want to see Ilya Dragunov take the title. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next, I had Tyler Bate versus Axiom. I thought this was also a good match. This whole Heritage Cup deal with the points and the blah blah whatever. I'm confused to hell about. Because yeah. one guy wins, gets two points. If he loses or draws, gets one. It's like, I, I'm like, okay. But anyway, the match. 12 minute time limit, which seems like an odd number. It, right. Uh, well, what kind of time limit can we have? 12. Okay. 12 sounds real good. 
I, I don't know what their thought process is. That well, but I, I, guess, still, I, I guess because my only guess is maybe because um, in a uh, Heritage Cup match, there's there's a max of six two minute rounds. Oh yeah, that kind of sounds right. Oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I... Yeah. Okay, but still a good match between Tyler Bate and Axiom. Uh, Tyler got the win, so cool there. And my other high point, Tiffany Stratton versus Becky Lynch. Tiffany, guys, like we said at the beginning, handled her own with this. And this proves to me that I think Tiffany Stratton is almost there to get in the main roster spot. She worked well with Becky. I I really think she's, from where she was back when Mm -hmm. she first started NXT to now, is like, I don't, it's like so different, so good. But Becky, you went in here, like we said, it is what it is, and we'll see what she does with the title. Um, and 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 I don't think this hurt Tiffany one bit. I feel like this just only helped her out, in my opinion. So, still a good match. Uh, low points: Drew Gulak, Charlie Dempsey, and Damon Kent versus Miles Bourne and Briggs and Jensen. What was the point of this? And then what? Uh, Wait, who is Miles Bourne? This, uh, that's my thing though. This rookie, so be, was a towel boy for Gulak and Dempsey and all that. And so, so this is his first match, and then he turns on Brooks and Jensen within a week. Why? What? what was the point of this? And then he goes back, and, oh, he's he's bad now. Blah, blah, blah. Like what? This was stupid. This was a waste. This, I just. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. NXT makes me angry. Yeah. Sometimes it does me too, brother. Trust me. <laughs> but yeah, I gave that a low point. And Elio, I, I'm sorry, I gave your girl a low point. Lyra Valkyria versus Dana Brooke. And it really well, wasn't. Okay. I gave that one a low point as well. I mean, yeah. See? Dana Brooke. Oh, it was Dana. But what are we doing here with her? <laughs> I, that's where I'm at with it. Then she's teasing the. the and, Obviously, it's coming that she's going to turn on freaking Kalani Jordan right. eventually. She, I'm sorry. I cannot stand no more of Dana Brooke. I don't know why. Even on NXT, she doesn't belong. And and, I'm and, sorry and to say. That's what I was saying uh, before. Yeah. Some of some main rosters are down there. It's a good thing to refresh your characters. It's not a good thing for Dana Brooke because they're not no. doing anything. No, and I, I'm not going to say she can't wrestle because she can. And it, but it's uh, just Clay, Clay. She, uh, wait, wait a minute! Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa I don't want to throw whoa, that disrespect. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Stop! <laughs> stop! Stop the brakes! Stop the brakes! <laughs> Explain because, ladies and gentlemen, and I'm, I'm literally speaking behind my hand in the co-conspirator fact. Fashion to the audience. Um, what is it? What is Clay talking about? Um, well, hey, explain, explain the logic, okay? See, I will. I will. She wouldn't be in NXT or WWE in general if she couldn't. Really? That's just what. Really? We, we really? That we, but we said, really, bro. We really? say that about any wrestler. They wouldn't be in the company if they couldn't wrestle. Exactly. Bullshit. And that, it doesn't mean that they're, we're not saying that they're good. Bullshit. Bullshit. Right. Okay. We're not saying they're good. 
Stop, that's, stop, that, stop, that, stop, stop right there. Stop right I never, there. One, I never one, said one, she could. One, I'm just two, saying. One, once again, my, my, my fellow, I don't know what they did this evening, but my, my fellow co-host. What's going on here, Quang? They must be a little tipsy, a little fucked up this evening. Um, because, <laughs> because, no, dinner, dinner broke. Can't wrestle for jack shit. No. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she's you know that great, but I'm not. I'd Clay, never, I Clay, here's my, my thing. Clay, I'm my, my darling friend. <laughs> my darling friend. What? Damn. Well, <laughs> <laughs> let me explain something to you, okay? okay? And I'm not trying to make this weird, but I I'm in a wheelchair and I can wrestle better than she can. Again, Damn! I can move better than she can. <laughs> I I could wrestle better on my knees than she can with it, fully functioning. <laughs> Look, here's here's my thing. I've never been in the ring one time. I will never say I can't, but it's more of a respect thing for me. Now, well, well then that, you are you are one hell of a blessed godly individual, <laughs> <laughs> right? Right. But the back, the look, the match was still a low point, and yeah, because of Dana well, Brooke, that's at the end of the day that right, that was it. So, and then I put in side notes also: Has Diane left up NXT with that whole promo with Joe Gacy and no. Ava Rain? No. It just yeah. that's that's basically what happened is that they left. So. Kudos to them. Everybody now saying, oh, well, they'll go to AEW. We'll see. I don't know. If they, if, if they do, okay. they do. Like, whatever. Folks, folks look, and, and, and no bullshit. I had a lot of fun with Clay just now, but but serious Ben is back, okay? <laughs> but just because somebody leaves the company, talking about WWE or AEW for that matter, that doesn't mean that they're a fit for the company on the other side. It, exactly. You know, it just yep. it doesn't. And you, you know what? For 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 me, if I'm if I'm the dyad, because remember they they used to be the grizzled young vets before the, they were no the, no the grizzled young veterans. Exactly. See, see, I and, and I can't, I can't do it better than that. See, you're, 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 you're good. Yeah, young veterans. There you go. Well, once you again, go. I have to give one to you too. Fist pump. Very good. <laughs> um, but but see, to to me, like they would fit better in New Japan Pro Wrestling than they would in oh. like AEW. I agree with you there. I do. You know, I just. Yes. Because I see them as serious, serious pro wrestlers, not not ones in need of a fucking gimmick, the likes of the fucking schism yep. or whatever the fuck. Um, and, you know, God knows I don't want to see them scissoring alongside the acclaimed. I don't even want no. the acclaimed to be scissoring alongside daddy ass. Hey, you lost respect for my wife. She loves the acclaimed. <laughs> <laughs> but she, I'm telling you one thing, she ain't buying no goddamn belt. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> well, well, well Kay- Kaylee, you and I have never had a conversation. You're, you're, and and your husband's one of my boys, so we're, we're all good there. There you but, go. But my God, it's just 
I yeah, the the acclaimed. I just you know I I will always say this, and they're kind of for me they're kind of along the same lines as Orange Cassidy. They're they're yep. they're, they're great wrestlers. I take nothing away from them, but their gimmick sucks. Yep, I agree. I agree. And that's all I have for NXT. Elio, what'd you have? So for NXT, I, I had the same high points, uh, uh, low points. So the only other one I added was um, Nathan Fraser Kira Tozawa because why is Tozawa in this Heritage Cup tournament? <sighs> now, that's the other uh, thing. We, 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 know like, he's gonna, we know he's not going to win, but like, right. just say hypothetically, he wins. Well, we're going to carry the cup up to the main roster, carry around everywhere. I get. I guess. I mean, it, I he, mean the, honestly, he would make it work. He'd make I, it funny. I'm saying fans on NXT alone have no idea what this Heritage Cup thing is. Uh, can you no. imagine if they ever bring it to the main roster? Uh, I don't think first, it would work. First, 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 we have Tiny Tim. And now, we're gonna, <laughs> now you're speaking into existence Akira Tozawa with the Heritage Cup. Please stop. Don't do that. Hypothetically. Yeah. Well, no, I, 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 I know. Hence <laughs> why I'm not muting myself so I don't have to hear this shit. But, um, but it's just don't even speak that kind of shit into existence. Just <laughs> right. that, attractions back. That's what the metaphor become. That's basically right, yeah. Because Honestly. they have them right in the same spot the toxic attractions should be in. Jeez. Except I, except I wanted to see toxic or trash. Right? I don't want to yeah. see the metaphor. <laughs> no, no. But is that all you had, Elio? That's all I have. Yeah. All right, Ben. Your thoughts on NXT? So uh, between the two of you, you guys nailed my high points and low points. Um, it it was pretty much a perfect split of high points and low points throughout the uh, the entire show. Um, I, I really, um, I really don't understand the the whole Dana Brooke thing. I don't and, either, and, and, <laughs> and I and I, I don't mean to harp on that. It's just sorry, uh, <laughs> but but then the, the but the the other thing that I really wanted to um to discuss, and I'm not going to call this a low point necessarily, but Creed Brothers and Idris Anafe and Malik Blade. Now I love I love the Creed Brothers. They're they're one of my favorite tag teams right now. Period. Mm-hmm. But what is, what does this match do for for either one of these tag teams? Like I I I you know like I said I'm not prepared to call it a high point or a low point, but it's just like. These kind of matches confuse me when 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 the teams are on such opposite mm-hmm. sides of the spectrum, right? Yeah. And it just strikes me as random. That's true. That's, so that's true. Just, I, that, that's just a note that I wanted to throw in there. All good, brother. All good. Is that all you had? Yes. All right. Overall, I gave NXT a C plus this week. Uh, ben, what'd you give it? Uh, a C minus, honestly. Okay. Uh, Elio, what'd you give it? You give it a C. All right. We're going to Dynamite with Elio. So Dynamite's a high points, and even though I can't stand 
his gimmick off the the main event, Roderick Strong Samoa Joe. You had to, honestly. I, I mean, it, it was a good match. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. And uh, so, um, because it, this is because only because it wasn't about himself and making about himself. Like I put uh, Sammy Guevara and Chris Jericho because they were they were like focusing on their match from next week. Okay. So no points. I gave to Don Callis's promo in, in ring. Thank you. Oh, I, I gave using deceased wrestlers' names to get to make it about himself. Exactly. Takesh is better than Ricky Dozan. What? Uh, but okay, but nonetheless, um, so it's a funny story about uh, Don Callis. My my brother, who has always made fun of me for for liking pro wrestling. He he walked in while while Don Callis was on the screen, Uh-oh. and one the first thing he said was he looks like a retired porn star. <laughs> and, and, well, and, he ain't wrong. <laughs> no, 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 he's not. And number and number two, without me even explaining anything, background storyline, he goes. What's wrong with that scar on his head? <laughs> <laughs> right? You know, so it's like, it's it's so perfect because even someone who never watches pro wrestling is like, what the fuck is wrong with Don Kelly? <laughs> oh, well, that was perfect. Go, but go ahead, I'm sorry. And let me uh, say, okay, you know how you can tell that that Chris Jericho Don Kelly's painting was fake because... If you notice when Takesha and Callis were coming out, they had a painting of Takesha and Don Callis in the background. Did they really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah they did. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. I'm like, oh, okay. That's yeah. how you know this whole thing is like a storyline. We've been friends for three, four years. No, you haven't. No, that's a story. <laughs> and another little point that John Moxley and a big deal because. Since when this big bill getting an international championship match? Uh, yeah, I agree. And side note, uh, backstage hook in that Orange Cassidy, you're, you're a good champion. Talk <laughs> about Ca- a terrible And Orange fucking... Cassidy moping around. Oh, my God. <laughs> good thing Tony's not on this week because I can just hear him now. Right? Oh, my God. I'll, I'll, I'll just say it for him because we already got the message with the request. So here you go, Tony. Fuck Taz. And there you go. Here's, here's a bonus. <laughs> Fuck Hook. Right? He'll, he'll appreciate that, brother. <laughs> and uh, they, Okay, another high point. I had to give the MGF's uh, standard math. <laughs> that uh, yeah. was genius. I mean, I was laughing when he did that. I'm like, wait, what? Yes. That was awesome. That was. That's all I have. All right. Uh, Yeah, I'll go ahead and go. Um, High points. I honestly gave it to the Adam Page versus Brian Cage match. I, you know, I enjoyed it. I'm not a big fan of either one of the guys, Mm -hmm. but it it still was a solid match, in my opinion. Swerve Strickland coming out uh, with it, having Adam Page win, sure, whatever, but it was still a good match. And that, and I had the same high point, Elio Samojo versus Roderick Strong. But here's my thing. Good match, terrible fucking ending. Okay? And here's why. Adam Cole comes out. Roderick Strong again fakes his neck injury. 
falls down, acts all crazy, and complaining about his neck. But here's my also thing. You're stretching the guy out, and you still hear in the fucking background, Adam, Adam, <laughs> I can't see you. And his eyes are shut. I'm like, you, going on? if you have a neck injury, you're not going to scream. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh and that's what... I'm like, no, you guys had a good fucking match, and then you put this bullshit Damn, on. Damn, killed Roderick Strong. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's what, what, the hell? I, what is it with these wrenching their glasses? Uh, you went to fucking Dynamite over NXT for this fucking gimmick? Are you kidding me? I've said it for weeks. I'll say it again. This is terrible. It, the, you know what? Uh, it, is the, it is the television equivalent to nails on a chalkboard. It is. It really is. But then that's all I have for high points, low points. Elio wore the exact same thing as me. What do you got? Okay, so... I mean, there you go. (laughs) That's all I have for that, Mike. I didn't mean to cut you off, but... No, you're you're good. You're good. Okay, very good. Um, so high points was MJS Saturn mess. I laughed my, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> right? Um, and then um, I really, I really enjoyed. Uh, where where was it? Let me let me just make sure I get it right. Um, let's see. Going going down, going down, going down. Well, oh yeah, yes. Uh, Roger Strong versus Samoa Joe. Um. Minus all that stuff at the end, that was that was definitely a high point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and you know, I'm 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 gonna agree with you too, Clay. Brian Cage versus Hangman Adam Page, um, was also a high point. I'm really I'm really I'm intrigued about uh Hangman's upcoming match with uh, Swerve at Wrestle Dream. I mm-hmm. think that I think that has potential to be a show stealer. Um, yeah. L- uh, low points was the uh, women's fatal four way because I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Ugh. Yeah. Because I agree with that too. I, I you know I mean I can go on a rant with just that for and that would en- encompass my entire low points, but I'm not going to do that. Right. Um. You know, but okay. Speaking of another rant worthy thing, I, I I gave him a high point on collision. I got to, but out of all fairness, I got to give it a low point on um on uh, dynamite here. Angelo mm-hmm. Parker, Matt Menard versus Darby Allen and Nick Wayne. A, a waste of TV time, quite frankly. No disrespect yep. to anybody involved. But why? Mm-hmm. And it's just AEW has this very annoying habit where half of their shows are really, really good, and then the other half of them suck donkey dick. Yeah. <laughs> I just, but it's within the same show, you know what I mean? It's like half and half. And I'm right. like, the fuck is going on here? You know, and, and it's especially painful for Collision because it's my responsibility to cover that show on here. And, you know, and I didn't mention this for the sake of time on the Collision review, but 
you know, but I'm watching this for the first hour of the show on Collision, and I'm like, the fuck? Right. The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Why is this on TV? I agree. Elio, help me. (laughs) You know, it's just, just, so without without going on too much of a rant, those were were my high points and low points. All right. I have to make it fun for my own sake, folks. If I didn't have fun on this podcast, I'd be up shit's creek. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. So overall, I went with a C minus on the show. I'm with you, bud. I give it a C minus. I did too. All right. Now we're going to SmackDown. Ben, go ahead and cover SmackDown for us. Oh, yay. Extra responsibility for me. <laughs> I, actually, I actually quite enjoyed that. Thank you. Um, you so, uh, high points, I had uh, Finn Balor versus AJ Styles. Um, yeah. I had LA Knight versus The Miz. Um, yep. The pop that LA Knight gets is ridiculous. Um, right. For, for the reason that I explained at the, at the beginning of the show... I uh, just I completely missed the fact that uh, Raw was in Denver uh, tonight, despite it's the fact. Smackdown, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I mean, it's Smackdown. Sorry. All good. All good. Um, but but I I did see Rock and um and uh, Pat McAfee on on College Game Day, courtesy of Twitter. But I just mm-hmm. I didn't make the connection, so it was really really cool to, to see The Rock. You know, anything that he does uh, turns to gold, and and you know, um, I'm actually I'm very um, su- surprised that he still gets the reactions that he does. Not because not because The Rock isn't awesome. Of course, anybody of our generation would would admit that. And oh yeah, pop. For for um, the rock, but like it's also very encouraging for me to see the younger generations that watch wrestling nowadays still get excited for him. Um, oh, for so, sure. So um, yep. that is uh, that is absolutely tremendous. And anytime the rock wants to come back and, and grace our t- television screens, he's more than welcome. Although although I do I do hesitate about him versus Roman Reigns. At WrestleMania 40, but it's still a high point for SmackDown. Um, yeah. I would also give a high point to um, Asuka versus Bailey. Um, okay. I I really don't like um, damage control anymore. Yeah. I, I I don't really understand their purpose, but if I'm being honest, the match itself was was a high point for me. Are they really a, a team anymore, or a faction anymore? I mean, you don't really it's see got- them together as much. No, especially since EO, EO won the title. Yeah. You always see EO and then Bailey and Dakota off somewhere else. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like they're not there, you know? Yeah. But. So um, the only the only real low point that I had um, match-wise was, um, was, the t- was the tag team match with L- LWO versus the Street Profits. That was yeah. a... That was a. I know. Sorry. I know. I know it was a squash match, but we really got to start moving forward with 
with um, Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. No, see, I see you I say it every week. I'm confused on Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits because they come out, they're, apparently they're supposed to be heels. You have to fans cheer for them. I, I know, right? It's weird. <laughs> well, I mean, you, but you know, I've we've seen that before with big stars. Mm-hmm. So, so that doesn't really throw me off as much. But right. it's, it's it's gotten to the point where it's like it's like the squash matches are unnecessary. Yeah. Now I mm-hmm. not now I want to know why they are together. I want to see you know storyline advancement. Right, right. It's very, very exciting that they're together as a combination. I love that. But now right. I want now I want to see what's next. I'd really love for them to bring Cedric Alexander Shelton Benjamin back in instead of having them lose on a main event. I agree hundred percent. That's another thing. One thousand percent, absolutely. Yep. Is that all you have for SmackDown? Yep. All right. Elio, go ahead. No, I had the same high points and low points. Uh, again, the, like I just uh, mentioned, the tag team with the LDB and the Street Roberts, I don't really get these squash matches. Everything yeah. else is the same for high points and low points. All right. You start out with the show with Pat McAfee and The Rock. Guess what? You are getting a high point from the $50 man, Clay Cummings. The shock factor <laughs> of Pat McAfee coming out and The Rock. I mean, come on. That was two shock factors. Well, it was yeah, great. I, I told you because uh, before we we uh, went on the air, you said that you had to step out. And uh, while, while I was watching this, I'm like, oh. And Austin Theory came out to interrupt Pat McAfee. I'm like, oh, Clay, Austin Theory's going to have heat with Clay. That son of a bitch. You don't want to interrupt <laughs> Pat McAfee like that. Damn you. It's, it's the truth. But, you know, it, it was a good start. It was a good show. I had the same high points as low points as everybody here. Uh, low points wise, I hate what they're doing with LWO. Like mm-hmm. you said, they need to start. Ever since LWO has came on to the main roster, or at least, well, let's Legado del Fantasma came on the main roster. Joaquin Phoenix and Wild, or I think that's their name. Right, Joaquin Wild and uh, Joaquin Wild and and uh, Cruz del Toro. Cruz del Toro, yeah. I'm just calling Raul Mendoza. That's his name, or or that. Right. It's just, and those guys have not gotten the rub that I feel like they deserve because they're a good tag team. I just feel like these squash matches are hurting them. I really do. Are they building towards the Santos Escobar heel turn? I. I, that's what it seems like because now that Santos, you know, asked for a title match against Ray, Ray accepted. This is where I can see Santos turning. So that's where I'm at with it. Like Ben said, LA Knight getting the big pop with the Miz. It was a good match. SmackDown was just all around a really good show tonight. And I was really happy with it. Now, I do have a side note though. This whole thing with the Grayson Waller effect being the main event of SmackDown. I do have a problem with it. Reason being, you have all this going on with uh, John Cena in the ring. He's there. Doesn't really cut a promo. Then you have Jimmy Uso coming in, saying they're not going to be wanting to be here, blah, blah, blah. And then AJ Styles comes out, helps him, solo attacks, you know, whatever. But here's my thing. Why do you have to have the Grayson Waller effect? Why can't you just have a fucking segment 
in the ring. Why does Grayson Waller's show have to be the main point of this? That's where I'm at with it. Why are they so high on Grayson Waller when really he hasn't done much on the roster? He had that match with Edge. Great. Awesome. He had a good match. But other than that, can you name me another time besides these stupid Grayson Waller effects? And why are they the main event? And when, when, they, when they hear about these uh, talk shows uh, segments, they right. have in the ring. When I when I was watching wrestling, they always used to have like shows like Piper's Pit and stuff like that. Always in, mm-hmm. like in their own stage uh, near the back, of, right away from the, the ring. It just it wasn't a bad segment. I just don't I don't understand why. Yeah, that that that's that way. I don't get it. And then, and then he's just sitting there watching all this unfold. Yes, and no. it's like you have no reason to be in this. None. Right. So I don't know. That's the only part I did have a problem with SmackDown, besides the LWO versus Street Profits match. And that's all I have for SmackDown. Overalls. I I give it a B plus. I'm right there with you. I did yeah, give it a B plus. I gave it a B plus. Well, this was a good show. All right. We are going to now, those are the uh, This Week in Wrestling. Now we're going to the A-Show. Basically what we do, we pick a best uh, an A-Show for the week, and uh, we have the scores and all that. So uh, let's start off with Ben. Ben, what is your A-Show for this week? Right down. All right. Elio, what's your pick? I've got SmackDown as well. I'm 100% with you guys, even though it doesn't matter what I think. SmackDown wins it this week, hands down, was the best show. So, Elio, do you have the results for the A-show? I do. So, this puts WB Raw at 11, NXT at 2, SmackDown at 9, and Dynamite Inclusion at 0. Damn. And you know what? That (laughs) says a lot right there. I really do. Let's see if Dynamite or Collision ever gets a fucking win this year. Right. (laughs) You know. um, can I ask you guys a question? Sure. Um, were you were you guys doing uh, that uh, list for um, best show of the week um, like two years ago or three years ago? Yeah. Yeah, been yep. for a while. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, how often was Dynamite winning show of the week two or three years ago? Probably like two or three times. For the year, like, I remember, I, like, I, I the, one time I don't know if it was last year or the year before, I believe they had four at one time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't over 10, I can promise you that. Yeah, but okay. yeah, no, I, yeah. Mean, I was just, I was just thinking in terms of comparison between then and now, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but that is it for the A show, and Unfortunately, Tony, again, like we said, is not here, so we cannot do the five-second shuffle tonight. That sucks because we love that game, but we're going to jump right. Well, basically what we do is the five-second shuffle where Tony gets it off his phone of millions of songs that he has, and we play the game, and you guys listen to past episodes to figure out what the five-second shuffle game is because it's hard for me to explain right now. So we're going to jump right into the book. Those that are new to the show, basically what we do is put the most ridiculous things that happen in this week of wrestling, and we do it just for a good laugh, because you know, everybody needs a good laugh, and let's have some fun. So, you guys ready? Yep. Yep. All right. First in our book, we have No Trick Willie Shot. Stays. 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 AEW Time Management. Stays. Stays. Yeah. Orange's Knapsack. 
Oh, wait, did we take that out? Yeah, we took that one out last week. Oh, shit. All right, we took that out. All right, that's out. Uh, well, it, I, guess, I guess you could, especially now that he's not the champion, so I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I forgot to take that out. My bad. Uh, AEW's absurd commentary. Stays. Stays. Tony shit Bonnie. He stays. stays. Absolutely. Porn stash McMahon. Stays. stays. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, if you have not seen the recent picture, <laughs> I, 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 I know, you know, we, we, we put things in this book place. I'm not saying we should do that. But if you... If you have not seen that picture, that picture should reinforce that's the why porn stash man is in this book. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. It scared my mother. Do you understand <laughs> how bad <laughs> something has to be to scare my mother? This is uh, one no. tough, tough broad right there. <laughs> I mean, good God. <laughs> it is scary. Uh, Don Callis is Harry Potter star. That's yeah. Yeah. I, I actually I didn't realize he was in the book. I was gonna suggest we put him in this week, but I didn't is he oh, a yeah. new addition to the book? Yes, he is. Yep. Uh Roddy's fatal attraction. That's stays. Yes. Tony's sting and Tony's Sue <laughs> stays. stays. Absolutely gotta say. Yes. Roderick Strong's pencil neck geek brace. Days. 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 And last but certainly not least, what's wrong with Tony Khan's eyes? Days. I, th- I think Days. that might be a lifelong resident. That has to, it has to be. We end the book like that. So it's all good. <laughs> but that is all that we have for tonight's episode of WPOB. Uh, guys, thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed it. And we'll go into next week and we'll have more content. More great stuff happening here at Wrestling POV. Um, I am your host, the $50 man, Clay Cummings, along with the gentleman, and the original, Ben Pierce. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Love, peace, and wrestling. Peace out. <laughs>